And we are on. Hello and welcome to Sports Unhinged. I am Mo and I am joined by Mark and Yujita. And today, out of the COVID-19 slash IR list, we yeah. get our own Coach Bartlett back. Coach, welcome back. We've missed you. Thank you so much. It's good welcome to be back, back coach. ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies. Good to see you, Excellent. Coach. Excellent. Your, your fans were asking about you. Uh, we told them that you're out for a few weeks, you know, and, and, and now you're back and we will have you. Uh, give us your expert insights, which has been very miss, like missing in the it's last. Uh, good to have few... someone to talk sense with instead of these other two. Honestly, uh, it's been a miss. Yeah. Well, well, yeah we... I, listen, I don't know what to say between the Chicago coach. What's his name? Nagy. Yeah. <laughs> or the Jacksonville coach. Is his name Meyer? Oh, wait. No, he's not. No, no he's gone. gone. He's gone. Some things have never changed, right? So in the yeah, weeks that you exactly. were out, I mean, some things yeah. stayed the same. The Panthers still suck. You'll uh, you'll be glad to know. But let's open today with Matthew Stafford and the Rams' win against the Cardinals, thirty to twenty-three. Matthew Stafford brought back a discussion that we didn't think we will have again, which is something that Yujita brought up a few weeks MVP. ago. MVP. MVP discussion. He really looked like an MVP if you're looking at that game. I knew what I can. 23 out of 30 completions, 287 yards, three touchdowns, one to Cooper Cup, one to Odell Beckham, one to Van Jefferson, uh, 139.2 passer rating. He has never beaten a team with 10 wins until now. It was quite a convincing win. Considering that, you know, we have Stafford right now who has, his team has won when, when, when he's done well. I mean, he, they're 8-0 and this season with, in games where he's above 100 in passer rating. They're only 1-4 and in, in games where he's below 100 passer rating. What kind of Stafford are we expecting in the playoffs? And I think that is the, 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 the main question. Coach, I mean, the Rams are going to make the playoffs, but this is, this is the thing now. What, which Stafford do we expect? Well, I think we need to be very careful of which COVID happens because ah. there's a lot of COVID going on. We still got, what, four weeks before end of season. Look, I got to be honest. The guy can throw it around the yard a bit. Um, and if you give him the opportunity, he can dominate a game. And, and I'm not saying dominate in yards. I'm not saying dominate in completions. But I think his coach, his offensive coordinator, his quarterback coach, and he are quite comfortable. I mean, even if you look, there, there was one pass that I saw where they, they flooded the right-hand zone. Everybody's going right. And Cooper Cup runs a stick to the left. And he throws it up and over. And there's nobody around. And it hits him in the hands, going out, 27-yard gain. That's comfortability with your guy. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying he's going to be in MVP, but, boy, I'd be aware of him as we move into the playoffs. Now, Mark, you've always had your doubts. You've seen Stafford play many, many years. Um, and you've always told us that, you know, he will let you down at the moment where you, you need him the most. Do you still feel that way after what you've seen from that Cardinals game? Or do you think that he's reached a level now, like Coach said, where he's more comfortable and now we need, really need to worry about him in the, in the NFC? I saw uh, decision-making in Stafford on Monday night that I hadn't seen before, genuinely. And so 
you know. Wow, a rare compliment. A well, rare yeah, compliment. You know, I think I try and be as honest as I possibly can about my feedings, which is, which is rare. Um, I, I just I, I'm I'm wary of hyperbole at the moment. <clears> you've got you, you you just reeled off a load of stats, which is great. You know, I'm not a big stats man because at the moment Stafford is rated higher than Rogers. Would you take? Rogers as your quarterback, or would you take Stafford? Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, Jimmy yeah. G is is rated higher than Mac Jones at the moment. Tua is rated higher than a, one guy called Mahomes in Kansas, if you've ever heard of him. So I got, I, I want to sort of add a note of caution to my compliments to Stafford. Statistics wise, he's doing really well. Performance wise, on Monday he was very, very good, very solid. Did stuff I haven't seen. Um, I'm just trying to. A note of caution, is the old Matthew Stafford going to resurface? I don't think so, but it's possible. Now, Eugita, I mean, the the division, I mean, an argument can be made that it's not decided yet. I mean, Arizona are at 10-3. The Rams are right behind them at 9-4. and four. Arizona have Detroit, Indy, Dallas, and Seattle. The Rams have Seattle, Minnesota, Baltimore, and San Francisco. So, I mean, the Rams have a tougher schedule coming up. Is there a chance for the Rams to actually pull this from the Cardinals, who have been dominating for the whole uh, season? Yeah, look, if they played the way they did last week, you could have a situation where the Cardinals and Rams finish the season 12-5, both. Yeah. From the games that they have left. And, yeah, I mean, there is a possibility that the Rams could actually take, um, take the division. And look, the one thing we saw, the, apart from how Stafford played, um, I think he played off the team. I mean, they did the team itself. You know, you so he's got the connection with OBJ now. He's he's scoring three touchdowns every three straight games. I think Cooper Cup had a career game, thirteen catches. Um, you know, Juan Miller, their pickup played well uh, in this game, and then Aaron Donald. You know, I mean, he was actually he was the key for me in this game. The way he shut down Kyler Murray, you know, so as soon as the Rams went three and out the first, the first drive, we thought, okay, okay, here's the same Rams from a couple of weeks. But, you know, come Kyler Murray the next drive and Aaron Donald's all over him. So yeah. it's not, I mean, like you said, um, you know, Stafford play, when Stafford plays well, the team wins. But I think it's the, the other way as well. If, if he doesn't have to play from behind, he doesn't have to panic. He, he, a lot of accuracy from him. You know, he's more comfortable. So I think, the entire team did well. And that is what should be scary for the West because it was a complete team game. Stafford played well. Everybody played well. Play calling was magnificent. The play design was great. And that's what the West has got to be worried about. So there is a chance. For me, I think this is the first time that we've seen the Rams play the way that we expect them to on, uh, on, on paper. Because on paper, they're... A crazy team. They've got everybody. Offense, You're defense. Right. You're right. This is the first time where I saw that actually materialize in a game. And for it to be against the Cardinals, who have been leading the NFC for, for, for the longest time, I think it made a big statement. But let's see if this is going to be a flash in the pan or, or, or um, uh, they finally gelled. They finally came together. Okay, now let's go over to the AFC where, with a team that we have been calling the uh, a pretender of sorts, you know, with an eight and five record sitting comfortably in the playoff picture, Baltimore, they have had a little bit of trouble. So they've lost the last two games, Pittsburgh, and then last week to Cleveland in a 22-24 game. Um, now, Baltimore have the remaining games. They have Green Bay, 
they've got Cincinnati, they've got the Rams, and then they've got Pittsburgh. Coach, from a coach's perspective now, you have Huntley, a healthy quarterback. You have Lamar Jackson, who a quarterback at 70, 80% is still better than most quarterbacks in the league. You've got those four games coming up. You lose to Green Bay this week and things could der derail very quickly. And you never know, you might even drop down the rankings or come out of the, of the playoff picture if things go horribly wrong. Because in the AFC, everybody from 6th to 10th is at a 7-6 and six record. What does Baltimore do right now? Do they risk it and start Lamar Jackson or do, do they go with the healthy quarterback? You dance with the guy who brung you, boys and girls. If he got you there, you play him. 80%, 90%, 78%, I think he's their guy. And I think that they're unlikely to beat Green Bay even when he's 80% healthy. Um, and I, I'm, I'm scared of them with the Rams. Right. But I do think uh, at a minimum they go two and four, and they're likely to win that division. But, you know, uh, worst-case scenario, they're, they're a wild card somewhere in five, six, seven. Right, And if he gets healthy, you don't want to play him. But on the other hand, who wants to play Cincinnati when they're rolling? Yeah. Right. Um, so, look, I, 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 I honestly believe that if you look at where he, where he is successful and where the, school, where the team is successful, um, it's not running the ball. Right. Uh, ironically, I, I think that he has the ability to dictate what the defense does. Right. And very few quarterbacks can do that. So, you know, I, I think they have to play him. I, I think if he is 70% healthy, 80% healthy, if the doctors clear him, he's playing. But yep. listen, you, you, you said that it's unlikely that they beat Green Bay even, even if he plays. So knowing that, do you still put him out there or do you give him another week to recover? Hey, if, I'm the, if I'm the head coach or the offensive coordinator, I play him. Wow. Okay. Okay. Gentlemen, Mark, Eugita, what do you guys think with Baltimore? We've been calling them pretenders for the last couple of weeks. Is it about I to go horribly wrong here or are they about to, uh, to come back a little bit? You go, Mark, and I'll follow. I think it's such a weird division that they don't need to beat Green Bay necessarily because the other teams are kind of losing games that they should be winning. Right. I agree with Coach. I don't think they're going to beat Green Bay with him or without him. Yeah, as a coach, you'd play him. As a, as a, as a fan, if I was a Baltimore fan, I wouldn't want him to play. Right. I'd like to get him another week of healing. Uh, it's possible that he's going to get beaten up by the uh, defence of Green Bay. They've been fairly aggressive recently, so that's good for them. So if he's above 70%, I'd play him. If he was below that, I wouldn't. And, you know, nobody is 100% these days. We're, we're yeah. at that time of the season now. At that time of the season, everybody's Everyone's beat up. Everyone's got an injury. Much. Everyone's got yeah. a bank. So personally, I would sit him this weekend and uh, play him the following week. Okay. Well, I think the way the Baltimore's offense is being handled at the moment, it really doesn't make a difference if Lamar is there for a game or not, to be honest. Right. And I actually have them not making the playoffs. I have the wow. Colts. 
Bold prediction. There you go. Keep it. The pretenders fall apart. Write it down. Write it down. Okay. Baltimore. Baltimore has suffered when there's an effective pass rush defense. And what are they going to face? They're going to face Green Bay, Cincinnati, and the Rams. And Pittsburgh to wrap up. And Pittsburgh. All right. So, best case, one and three in the coming four weeks. That's what I'm predicting. They go one and three. They're just outside the playoffs because the Coles are much better than them at the moment. So there is a chance. Yeah, it is a bold prediction. They haven't got everything on offense to really... And and honestly, even if they get to the playoffs, I don't know how how long they last. Because it's, uh, like we say, the weirdest eight and five or whatever team that's ever lived. So um, I haven't got much faith in. They haven't been creative in defense either. They were for a while, but that's also been sought out. So, yeah, I, I fear that they, they stay out. Cincinnati tops the division and goes through. Okay. Uh, I mean, let, let's stick with the AFC. I mean, another team that has fallen. I mean, I haven't seen a fall from grace like that for a long time, which is the Buffalo Bills. Two losses in a row right now. They lost to the Patriots. They lost to Tampa Bay last week, 27 to 33. That makes it four losses out of the last six games. But Josh Allen actually played really well in that game. He did. So, so he was, but, but the one thing that stood out for me, yes, he scored three touchdowns. He had one interception, 109 uh, rushing yards. So he was actually taking the ball and running himself. So he was doing everything. 86 passer rating. But this, the, the one stat that jumped out at me is that he had 36 completion out of 54 attempts, 54 passing attempts. What is Buffalo, what, what is the coaching you know, team doing there. They're asking everything of this guy. They're asking him to run the ball. He ran the ball for over 100 yards. To pass the ball for 54, uh, for 54 attempts. What's left? So now Buffalo, two losses. Tom Brady, of course, uh, continued the, uh, the stats. Uh, Bill's QBs under the age of 25 are 0-9 against Tom Brady. Um, so they just, they just can't get it done. Will Buffalo make... The playoffs, they have an easy schedule coming up ahead. They have the Panthers, they have New England, Atlanta, and the Jets. So New England is the only t- tough game. Uh, admittedly, I don't expect the Panthers to do anything. Um, but are there, is there enough trouble there that we might see a team like Atlanta surprise uh, the Bills and beat them? I can see everybody shaking their heads. Coach, what do you think? Look, they're going to win three out of four. At the end of the day... When, when you're relying so much on your quarterback, and we just talked about it with, with Baltimore, um, he's the guy that's going to take them to the next level. We don't know what the next level might be. You know, they lost to Jacksonville, what, nine to six at some point. Right. Right. Um, and since then, he's gone on a tear, and his coaches have the utmost confidence in him. On the flip side, even though they're likely to go three and four, it's easy for the defense to say, hey, we'll just load up on your, let's say, playmakers on the outside, and fine, we'll give you 109 yards. We'll give you 75 yards as a rushing quarterback, and we'll beat you, right? Right. And that's what New England will pound them down. But they will win three or four. They will get to the playoffs. And then we'll see what the coaches are made of. At the end of the day, listen, the guy can throw the rock around the yard a bit, okay? And he proved that last year. 
He, he's proved it in, you know, six or seven or eight games this year. He's had some stinkers, but he's, he doesn't lose them games. Right. right? And, and sorry, Mark. And no, I agree. Sorry, Eugene. Sorry, Eugita. But your guys on your teams, they lose them games on occasion. The guy in Buffalo doesn't lose them games. He doesn't win as many as he should, like right. Green Bay or Kansas City, but he doesn't lose them. And I think that's what is dangerous about them in the playoffs. I mean, I but I feel like right now they're sitting at seven. So they're the wild card team right now. They'll finish Every, at six. Everybody between six and ten has the same record as the Buffalo <laughs> Bills. So they're only in there by, you know, just a tiebreaker, whatever the tiebreakers are. You've got Cleveland coming up. You've got Cincinnati. You've got Denver all at seven and six. You've got Indy at seven and six as well. I think the, the, the Bills are one surprise loss away. And they've shown, like you said, Coach, they've lost against the uh, Jaguars. One surprise loss away, and I think that might come against Atlanta to being out of the playoffs because the rest is just coming up. Mm. Everybody's breathing down their necks. And you've got Pittsburgh who's trying to revive themselves. They're coming back from, from, from a coma right now, and, and they're doing a good <laughs> job. So it's a, you never know. I, I, I'm very nervous about the Bills making the playoffs. I know, Yujita, you just made the, uh, the prediction of, of, of the Ravens missing the, the, the playoffs. If I had to make a bold prediction... I'm worried more about the Bills than I am about the Ravens. I think the Bills. But, Sorry, you choose it. Uh, they're going to make the playoffs um, probably at six seed. Look, if they take the blueprint of that second half against Tampa and they yeah. use that all game as they go forth, they're going to win every game because uh, not only was Josh Allen playing really good, but they adjusted. They adjusted to the blitz. Tampa Bay was coming at them all first half, and he adjusted really well. He got the ball out really quickly. Uh, you know, he had his people in places, ran the ball, you know, Breda and Singletary. There was right. nothing happening in first half. He ran them all. That opened up play action. Their defense started putting pressure on, on Brady uh, as well. So they adjusted, and I, I like, so that from a coaching perspective, they adjusted a lot of the plays as well. And like Coach said, Josh Allen doesn't lose them games. So if he keeps playing the way he does, they adjust themselves whenever things are changing. They will make the playoffs. But for see, sure. he, he doesn't lose them games, but he can't bring them back into games either. Uh, Mark, I mean, Allen right now is 2-13 and 13 in games where the Bills have trailed by 10 points or more at any point during the game. And what that tells me is that once they get themselves in a hole or they have a bad quarter and they're down, them coming back and winning the game is very difficult. And that raises the question for me. Is, are the coaching staff asking way too much of their quarterback as just a single strength that they have? Although they have a great team, they have a great defense. Should the, coach, should the coaches be held accountable for, 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 for these performances here? Yes, they've shown some good stints, but they've been losing games at the same time. Well, let's face it, he is their offense. You know, isn't, there's no real sort of standout players apart from him. Uh, yeah, they're putting too much on his shoulders, but I think he's he's willing to take that load on for the sake of the team. And they will qualify for the playoffs on the fact that the others are inconsistent. 
I know you, right. you know, we, we've said about the Browns, the Bengals. We've talked about them for weeks about, are they going to win this week? And then they get beaten by 40 to 20. Right. And, you know, coach mentioned earlier about COVID. You know, the Browns have got a big situation with COVID this week. They've got, yep. I think, 11 players out or something. 17 so, now. 17. Wow. Okay. So, it, you know, it's got, we, it, we, we have to start taking those factors into account. I do agree. I think they're going to go three and one. I can't see them beating New England. Um, you know, Belichick will want to pound them into the ground so that if they do meet in, uh, in, in the postseason, that they're going to be scared of New England. So, right. you know, that's pure coaching psychology, number one. Pound your, pound your nearest opponent into the ground in the regular season so they, right. dread, so they dread meeting you. I think they'll get Especially there. if you get two, two chances to go at them as well in the exactly. season if they're in your and division, it's right? Yeah. In Fox, where it's going to be nice and cold. They'll love it. They'll, they'll just... Yeah. And so, well, especially after Sean McDermott didn't give Bill the credit for the win. Yeah. I mean, pump. he went and said it. Yes. So bring it on. Belichick doesn't need any more pumping up. He's... He's been there. He's been abused, you know, by other coaches worse than this. He, I've he, never heard that. He will, <laughs> he will simply say to his guys, you do your thing and win the game. He's and, and as opposed to Aaron Rodgers, Belichick can say, I own you just by cracking a small smile from the side exactly. of his mouth without even without even saying yeah. it, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're not making All right. So we've started with the NFC. We moved over to the AFC. And now I'm circling right back to the NFC uh, to the NFC East because that's going to be a hell of a you know home stretch for the season. You've got Washington and Philly fighting it out uh, for the wild card position. They pretty much got identical schedules heading into the rest of the season. They play each other twice, and then they play Dallas and they play the Giants. So Yujita, let me direct this at you. This game coming up this week. Uh, Washington against Philly is going to be the game of the week. All eyes will be on that game. How confident are you as an Eagles fan going into this game this week? Well, it's uh, it's unfortunate that we got to beat Washington with all these COVID reserve issues that they're going to have. Oh, so, you know, oh, we feel the sorry for them. So oh, it's not going to be oh, glorious, your heart but it will be a win. Them. Yeah. See, you I mean, should it, be it, thanking it, the heavens it, that this is happening. The, oh my god! Imagine if you lose against them with all their COVID issues. Just imagine that. This is like Listen, this is I like asked the question and did not expect that I'm going to get a cocky answer from wow. this Eagles fan right here. This is just not. This right. is like Mark saying, you know, uh, he needs Aaron Rodgers to be there to beat Green Bay. Or it's not worth it. You know, it's a very thing. different thing. All right, <laughs> very <laughs> different. <laughs> but look, the, the the funny thing is now in Philly, I don't really know who's gonna who's gonna be under center here because apparently the reps have been got 50-50 for Gardner and Jalen Hurts. But obviously, I think we need to have Jalen Hurts back in this game. Yeah, Washington's. Front four, I don't know how many of them are on the reserve list. Um, there's a whole bunch of them. I mean, even on the injury list, they got Montez right. Sweat on the injury list. Um, you know, uh, McKissick, McLaren. I, I don't even know who they have, what kind of team we're going to end up playing uh, on Sunday. But the fact remains, Philly will just have to keep running the ball, you know, make those short game plays. 
Jalen Hurts, let's see what you got with the arm with one or two big plays. Uh, I have faith in the defense. I have faith in the old. The O-line is what's brought this team up from where they were in the slump. You know, I mean, these guys have worked really hard to get that run game going. Defense is pretty. So I'm, I'm pretty confident that Philly will win this game. They might lose. I mean, they're, they got the uh, Giants game sandwiched in between another right. uh, Washington game. So I'm pretty certain we're going to win one or both. We're going to get the Giants. Probably lose to Dallas. So we're looking at a three and one. I believe wow. we're looking at a three and one end to the season, which, uh, which takes them to the playoffs. Uh, believe it or not, you know, under uh, under San Fran. So, Coach, um, Coach right. should Ujita uh, be this confident? I mean, this is not the answer I expected, but I'm getting someone who's just you know, saying, I'll, yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll give, I'll give I'll, look, I'll give credit to Ron Rivera. I said this last week as well. Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, they've done a tremendous job to bring Washington from where it started to here. Uh, you know, uh, Tyler Heineke, he's, again, he's not the greatest quarterback, but he isn't bad either. Okay, he's right. he's week to week. He's looked good. Their run game with Antonio Gibson. Now they made a mistake last week, just carrying. 10. I think he carried for ten, which was probably a mistake. They right. should have carried him more. Uh, so I'm not going to take anything away from Washington, but I have a feeling Philly. They're rested. They're coming out of the bye week. Um, I, I think there's a pretty good chance here. Okay. What do you think, do you think of Dallas so far? You know, because they've been typical NFL, really. 2021 they've been inconsistent yeah well but they're still that, sitting there at the top of the division though with a they are, with what, and nine and four record so they're right and they're gonna finish 12 and five i mean this whole thing with um dak prescott slump yeah that's got a, a few factors to it it's not only it's him on, after his calf injury the, uh, his protection has not been great their run game has regressed ezekiel elliott hasn't had a 50 yard game for about five to six weeks and it's their defense that's keeping them in the game. But I think, look, looking at their schedule, they're still going to finish 12-5 and five, uh, and top the division. Coach, should UG to be this confident reaching the playoffs? Hey, listen, from a team whose quarterback is the should-not massage list, um, <laughs> I, I, I truly believe that um, Dallas is going to win this going away, you know, 12 and 5, 13 and 4. Uh, you, you can say he's in, in a little bit of a slump, but all quarterbacks are at this point of the season, right? Even if you go back to the top, you know, you look at Rodgers. He's had one of the last three games not great, right? Right. And, and um, Brady, two of the last four not great. So I, I think – realistically he can be two and four in Philly um, and he would be quite happy being Ujifa, but I don't think that's enough to make the playoffs. It might just edge into um, the playoffs, but I just don't think it's enough. Look, I, I will also say that if they do, they could be dangerous, even more dangerous than if Washington makes it. Right. Um, because on any given day, listen, Hertz can play a bit. Yeah. And if their guys are healthy and I say their guys, they're outside guys and the one running back, they are legitimately a little bit dangerous. Will they get there? Man, who knows? But Dallas is who you should be afraid of. And you guys know, all three of you, it pains me to say, even all the times I've been out 
in my own household. Love you, honey. Um, <laughs> they're dangerous, and right. I'd be scared of them. Okay, Mark. Well, why why are we projecting what's going to happen in the playoffs? You've got us the ESPN playoff projections, and it's a very interesting thing that they've had on that projection for the end of the season. They don't even know what's going to happen between Washington and Philly either. They're not well, confident even with the artificial intelligence. So they've they've got a seven eight and two record for both Philly and Washington. So basically, saying if the season were end today. It's all projections. This is AI. What they're trying to say is that it ends the way it is right now with Washington in the seventh seed and Philly missing out on the ninth seed. Um, but this is an interesting playoff picture. Um, looking out at the, at, the, at the NFC, we've got Green Bay winning it. If the season were to end this way, Washington play Tampa Bay, which would be an interesting game. San Francisco, Arizona. And then you've got the Rams against Dallas. So what are your thoughts, Mark? I mean, do you agree with this projection on the NFC side um, that ESPN has going to the end of the season? Yeah, I do. I, I think that's a really accurate picture. It's based on win percentages. Um, yeah, it, it, it has Washington and Philly finishing 7-8-2. Well, that's not going to happen. They're not. Yeah. Gonna, I, I can't see them drawing two games. Um, I, I do think Tampa would win. I think San Francisco would win in Arizona. I just do, and I think wow. I think the Rams would win in Dallas. So really, wow! If these if these three games happen in the NFC, I think it'll be hugely exciting, and um, I am I I I think that's a good picture personally. I'm, I'm sorry, Jeter, but I don't think you're going to split the Washington game somehow. I think whoever wins on the first one is going to win the second one. Well, then Philly is going to win both. Okay. That's fine. Then, <laughs> yeah, can, can, by, can, I, can by, I say that what, no matter who wins, if this is correct, L.A. or Dallas, does anyone want to play them? Yeah. Because they're rocking and rolling yeah. both sides. And I don't see Dax, if we want to call it a slump. Right. Um, I don't see that projecting out another two, three games. Let's say that all of this is accurate. Did any, does anyone want to play those two teams? No. No, not LA for sure. No, yeah. I I think no. those two those two teams can beat any other NFC team. Yeah, I and really I, I agree with Mark's take on San Fran. I mean, the way they're playing now with uh, George Kittle, Debo Samuel's, and their defense. Yeah, I mean, you're right. They could probably take Arizona. I, I think the thing with Arizona is that they've lost all three games at home. That they're they're perfect away. They almost want yeah. to get. A lower seed than, <laughs> right. than the third. It's Play because, out of Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so if if you transpose Washington, uh, sorry, Arizona and San Francisco, the games played in San Francisco, I'd be a lot less confident in the home team. Right. Because right. Arizona are so good away. So absolutely. Yep. Very peculiar. Um, th there might be seven and oh away this season. I, th I don't yeah. know. They're, they're, yeah, they've got a really I, I good record. I saw that too. Yep, they're and seven and zero, five and three at home and, or something. So and and listen, I'm going to give you a defensive coach conversation. I don't want to play Tom Brady anywhere. Uh, <laughs> I think that's uh, <laughs> that's a given. <laughs> the way he's been playing right oh, now is just unbelievable. Away, unbelievable. I don't want not, any part of it. Not um, in the postseason specifically. 
That's if, correct. If, if we swap Washington for Philly, then are they one and done in the playoffs? If if they go have to go down to Tampa, absolutely it doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys. I, I I before we lock this down between Washington and Philly, I want to bring in a third team to the conversation. Carolina Panthers. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've given up on that a long time ago. But I want to bring a third team to the conversation because if if the Giants play spoiler to any of those two, to Washington or, or Philly, Minnesota play Chicago twice, then they play the Rams and they play Green Bay. And, you know, they're the going to go 0-4. They're going to go 0-4. Oh, oh, to finish the season. Well, Mark has suddenly, uh, you know, re- renewed his uh, his faith into Matt Nagy. So let's renew yeah, his contract. Matt Nagy will be gone by then. Let's renew his contract. But let's say Minnesota beats Chicago twice and manages to pull an upset against Green Bay or the Rams, which is not out of the out of the realm of possibility. With the Giants playing spoiler in the East, Minnesota could swoop in. And the NFC East only has one representative in the playoffs. Coach, do you, do you, do you see that kind of scenario even possible? Hey, would, hey, you, listen, would you bet I, on I, it I, if you get the I right can, odds? Yes, I can definitely see that. I can see Chicago losing two, and I can see Minnesota sneaking in, and it doesn't matter because Tampa Bay is going to win, Arizona is going to win, and then you still have a flip-flop between Dallas and L.A., and nobody wants to play either of those teams. Right. At the okay. moment, no. Yep. All right, let's flip over to the AFC side. Uh, so the AFC here shows, and this is something that I completely disagree, it shows the Colts Cleveland. out of Cleveland in there, the Colts out of the playoff picture. Um, the Colts are, are currently sixth. Um, I don't know what's going on there with Cleveland swooping in. Um, New England obviously winning the, uh, the first uh, seed. You, then you, you've got Cleveland against Tennessee. You've got Buffalo against Kansas, which is a fantastic playoff uh, uh, fixture there. And then you've got the Chargers at uh, Baltimore. Now, Yujita, we already know that you made the prediction that Baltimore might not make it there. How do you see the AFC picture playing out on your side? Well, uh, definitely not Cleveland. So you, you already got two teams that I don't think are going to make the postseason, which is Cleveland and, and uh, Baltimore. Uh, so you know, I'm going to say the Colts, the way they've been playing, and if they come up against Tennessee, they're go- going to win, the, win that game playoff game yeah, right hands down yeah the the way their o-lines working with quinton nelson fisher all these guys opening up jonathan taylor to do the whatever that he's doing out there carson wentz is suddenly you know more confident you know making less mistakes than he did in philly so the Coles, I, i'm pretty sure they're going to make the playoff their seventh seed they're going to finish 10 and 7 they got new england arizona las vegas and jacksonville so it all depends on the next two weeks. If they go one and one in the next two weeks, they're um, in. They're gonna. They're in. They're gonna make ten and seven uh, and go in. And uh, yeah, and that's the seventh seed. So which means the you know the Bengals are gonna get the north, and then Baltimore's out out from there. Mark, do you agree? Yeah. Um, yeah. Bengals and Indians instead. <sighs> Yeah, I've said yes and then instantly regretted it. But because uh, I said it, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> the, the AFC North this year has been a nightmare for anyone trying to follow it because you know you you've got Pittsburgh drawing against Detroit, 
that, that to me sums up the the whole division in a right. way. I know Detroit aren't in there, but you know they're just incredibly inconsistent. I can't see anyone doing anything in the postseason from that division. Probably means someone someone's going to go on and win it. I I slightly disagree in the fact I think Baltimore will scrape through somehow simply because the others are just a nightmare. Um, I if they played the Chargers, uh, I I think LA are going to win that. So uh, for me, I see I see Cleveland obviously not making it in the Indies there, but I I still see Baltimore. Staying in the playoff picture, it, so I, I, I'm not. I'm not on board with Ujita's bold prediction just it yet. Could go zero and two in the next two games, though. It's yeah, highly possible. Let's be honest. Then they're going to be struggling to make it. That's, yeah, that's my concern. You know, if we had this conversation uh, in the new year, first of January or something, I think it's very different. Okay, it's only two games to go, but uh, next two games are huge for them. Huge, right? They right. cannot lose them both. And I think they're going to lose against New England. So, well, this 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 makes. I mean, we. I I don't remember the last time we had an exciting season like this where all the games and all the divisions are this close. You can call it. You can't, you can't call, call it. it, coach. I mean, usually we have quite a few teams locked in, and you've got some projections going in this this year. I mean, anything. Pittsburgh has still a good chance of making it if they go on a tear. Pittsburgh today. are going to lose out because they drew against Detroit. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> <laughs> the Pittsburgh has to go thin. through Tennessee, KC, Baltimore, and Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, if they do it, all of a sudden, Big Ben is in a Super Bowl conversation. Yeah. Coach. Ladies and gentlemen, if New England slips up and loses one extra game, Tennessee is the number one seed. And yeah. they get a bye week. And huh. with that bye week, their running back comes back. Oh, nobody wants to play that big guy on seven weeks rest. That's a great point. That wow, I did not even think about that. Yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee, Su- coach's Super Bowl pick from the AFC. And, and let's be clear for Tennessee, Mr. Tannehill, I sat behind his grandfather in church. Back when I was a kid, hallelujah! So don't don't count them out, boys and girls. Don't count wow. them out. But their, Some their inside fate, info there. Their fate is in Bill Belichick's hands to a certain extent because yeah, yeah okay. If they if 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 New England slips up even one game, one game, then Tennessee sneaks into the one seed. You get an extra bye week, and nobody wants to play Mister Henry. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's a great point. Great point. All right. Thanks, Mark, for that. Um, let's wrap it up, Mark, with one last point. Matt Nagy. Yeah. You. Oh, God. Seven losses out of eight. I'm just going to ask a simple question. Chicago don't usually fire before the end of the season. Is it better that they just rip the Band-Aid off right now and just move on? Because it's, 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 it's getting really, really bad out there. Should... It's not a good experience for Justin Fields going into the second season for they, next year. They should have ripped the Band-Aid off when I said, which was about week three or four. Um, <laughs> so they're not, not going to do it now. The thing that really gets me is, you know, it was prime time game in Green Bay on Sunday night. Right. So for, for Bears fans, it's kind of the biggest game of the season because we never get to postseason. So that one's always the big right. one. Uh, Bears down 11 on their own 36 or 37. 
fourth and inches. Ten minutes to go in the fourth. Punt. 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 Now, every Bears fan watching that game was saying, go for it, go for it, go for it. What do you have to lose? Of course. Nagy punted. The next day, he was asked at the press conference, what do you think of that call? Yeah, I probably should have gone for it. Now, all that says to me is he cannot make the correct in-game decision. Situational awareness. At halftime, Bears up 27-21. And the main reason for that was Jalen Johnson was covering um, Smith, is it? I've forgotten his name. From, yes. Yeah, from Green Bay. And he shut him down in the first half. So Green Bay, having a coach, make adjustments. Right. And then they get 24 points in the, in the second half because they took Smith away from Jalen Johnson, put him in the slot and started moving the chains. And they got three right. touchdowns and a field goal. And Chicago had a, a field goal to, uh, in reply. So the reality is, not just based on the record, based on what you can actually see in-game. He cannot make the right decisions when he's faced with it. And he cannot make adjustments when he needs to. Right. So he's in that half time going, whoa, 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 aren't we great? We're winning in Green Bay. Well, it's great if the game finishes at half time, but they're in the in the opposition dressing room, they're making changes, and he's saying, Great lads, keep going. Because he, he likes to be one of the boys. Do yeah. your job, coach. Say to them, well, they could come out and they're going to do this soon. They're going to do that soon. We've got to be prepared for that. We've got to be ready for it. So, come on, let's let's make adjustments as we go. Let's put the pressure right. on here. We've seen a weakness. The other thing I must say is Alan Robinson. Goodness me. Yeah, we all saw that. Yeah. The lack of effort, the lack of heart. Um, 18 million a year. So he gets a million and plus a game. And he's missed a few games because of injury. No one can help right. him. Come on. Didn't look like money. he wanted to be there. Yeah. I think he's damaging his uh, prospects of getting a really massive contract. I actually think he's going to end up in Green Bay because he's that kind of guy. <laughs> wow. And, uh, but then he'll go there thinking Aaron Rodgers is going to throw to him, but instead he's going to have Jordan Love throwing to him. So good luck to you. <laughs> I love this guy. I'm sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't help it, but I, I just had to hear a Chicago Bears rant. To, to end the show today because it, it's uh it's been a while coming but everybody who happy. watched the game on <laughs> sunday night could actually see for themselves you didn't need to be a big football genius to see how bad matt Nagy is at coaching it was yeah. just there. so all right but they won't oh. fire him till black monday big deal on that note guys we'll wrap up <laughs> We, 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 you can continue to hear Mark's rant in Fifty Shades of Losing, Mark's yeah. own podcast where he <laughs> rants for hours a, and hours. A two-hour rant after. <laughs> that, that's a Mark unhinged. A Mark unhinged. <laughs> Not for the faint-hearted. It'll be UG to unhinge when Philly don't make the playoffs. <laughs> we'll see. No one we'll wants see. to see that. Yeah, we'll see. All right, guys. Nice episode, Coach. Good to have you back on the yeah. podcast. And we'll see you guys for the Pick 6 segment. Good to this see you. Welcome back, Coach. Good stuff. Take care, guys. <laughs>